Uh, well, I'm just going to drop shit. Rip. <laughs> it's right. a well, everybody have a good night. We'll see you. <laughs> so go check him out on those things. Um, so you said you're in a band. Um, at kind of, there's always like the, the basement bands and then you got like the small stage bands and then you got like maybe like on warp tour and then maybe headlining warp tour and then kind of bigger, where would you kind of say you guys are in, uh, you know, what, what are some other groups that you guys have toured with? Um, I mean, we've been the basement band. We actually started as like a local band that had no intention of like doing anything. And then I booked a tour and. It was fun and then i was just like well we're gonna do another one and everyone was like oh, whatever just kind of like grumpy about it and then everyone's like wait it's tight so then we did it for a long time and uh yeah i mean we're we're definitely not a basement band i i guess like we've toured with like bigger bands sometimes so we're like i don't know like small to mid-range like we toured mm -hmm. with um some of the bands we toured with like bear tooth we've been friends with that band for a long time um who else? Silent Planet. Uh, we recently we toured with like War of Ages. We toured with uh, Obey the Brave. So like we we toured with bands that people are familiar with for sure. Yeah. Uh, Vanna. We did like the last Vanna tour, Kublai Khan, uh, To the Wind. So yeah, like lots of bands that people know, and then some tours with bands that people don't know, mm -hmm. and those are usually the ones where we're on top or whatever headlining. Yeah. So. Um, some people know who we are, but a lot of people don't. Um, and just kind of, kind of like lead us into this conversation when you were on tour about how long of a stretch is that usually? Um, I mean, it started off like weekends and then it progressed to like, Oh, we'll do like a week. We'll do seven days. And then, mm -hmm. then it was two weeks and it was three weeks. Um, any more, uh, we've, we've slowed down just a little bit. Like I think just because of life and then like, as you know, like war tour is over. So now you've got like all the huge bands who want to do tours all the time. Whereas like in the summer, it was like, if you're a huge band, you're just going to do warp tour. Now all those huge bands are like, we're going to do huge tours and take other huge bands. And we're just like, we're right here. <laughs> we would love to go. Um, so it's, it's been a little slower lately, but it kind of ranges like two weeks to a month usually seems to be the average uh two weeks if it's going to be a smaller tour if it's a full u.s like minimum a month like it just it just takes that long to get around the u.s it, mm -hmm. and it and it be like a, a financial decision that makes sense like you know you don't want 12 hour drives driving around the u.s every day you'll just be broke more more broke than you already are yeah because i you know a lot of people who travel um and I'm sure you could probably attest to this. It gets really boring, right? There's, oh, yeah. Especially if you're, because you're from Illinois, right? Yes. As I say, I thought I remember you guys being from Illinois. So you know what it's like to drive through the Midwest. There's not a whole hell of a oh, lot. Boy, do look I? At. <laughs> you know, oh, we're we're in Springfield, Illinois, or and we have to go to Des Moines, Iowa. That is not a fun drive, <laughs> you know. So no. what are some of the ways? what are some of the ways that you've been keeping yourself busy or, you know, entertained on the road? Um, it's so it's, it's actually funny. I was just thinking about this, like right before we started about how we've been a band for long enough that we've seen like all these different technologies. Mm -hmm. Like when we first started, I mean, like we're not one of those bands where it's like, when we started touring, we had to use printed out directions, but like <laughs> we had like pretty 
pretty garbage smartphones for like the first couple mm. years. So it's like we had like the droid one like pinned to the window and Google Maps can like barely find the location. We're just like, where the hell are we? Um, but like, yeah, so like keeping ourselves busy at first, it was just like you just probably an iPod. Like we, we all had iPods, which is, again, one of those things now people are like iPods, like who has an iPod? I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like you got Spotify. Um, it's yeah. It started off with just like iPod. Like that's what everybody had. Uh, books. Mm-hmm. We'd read a, like uh, read a lot of books. Uh, Chris and I specifically would read a lot of comic books. Like literally, I would just I would figure out like whatever series I wanted to read on a tour, and I would just buy the whole. Like I try to do like backlogs. You know, I don't know if if anybody's familiar with comics. Like you usually can go to a comic book store and buy backlogs. Uh, of like whole series for like 10 bucks mm-hmm. you know they come usually they come out month by month and they're like four to five dollars an issue but you, you hit the backlog bin you know series like old spectacular spider-man stuff like that you can get it for like 10 bucks for the whole series so i would just buy big thick like tons of backlog stuff just blow through that and then we got you know a little further into the future and then like the 3ds came out like the regular ds was cool but i'd it was whatever. And then the 3DS came mm. out, played 3DS a bunch. Um, and now we got this switch. And, and I also have a, I have a gaming laptop as well, but like you can't like open a freaking 17 inch laptop and like plug it into the van. So like it's straight to the mm. switch for sure. Um, and podcasts, like we listen to tons of podcasts now, uh, like music barely ever gets played anymore. It's all, uh, podcasts and stand-up comedy like 99 percent of the time that's what's playing through the speakers and then everybody's doing their individual things chris and i are usually playing switch uh steven literally only drives ever like he doesn't do anything else i'm not kidding like dude he's a madman literally drives every single day doesn't matter how long the drive is every once in a while chris will drive but like full month-long tour steven has driven 99 percent of it it's so insane Jesus. so he doesn't do it he doesn't do anything but drive um mm-hmm. uh nick plays friggin iphone games he's like always playing uh what i think it's like golf or something <laughs> I, I don't know i don't have an iphone but i know that there's like iphone games he's like always playing those mm-hmm. um andrew listens to music and talks on the phone a lot i don't know who he talks to but he has somebody to talk to every day. Um, and, and then he pulls out his laptop and Andrew does like a lot of production. So mm-hmm. he'll uh, he'll sit there and like, you know, just like make beats or what, whatever he's working on at the time. Like he'll mess with that. So mm-hmm. um, and just out of curiosity, is there ever a point in time where. Because you guys are usually stuck in a van together for very long periods of time and then you go to a show and, you know, play with each other, you know play music with each other and then you guys go to a restaurant and probably eat together like is there ever like a moment where you just kind of used your entertainment to escape from each other because i i've heard horror stories um Um, i mean you're you're in the same boat as i am where i've like i've heard horror stories mm -hmm. Uh, and even from like close close friends where they're just like yeah like some days i just like gotta get away that really doesn't happen to us um Hmm. like like it, it does but when it does it's like it's because somebody's having like an off day, mm-hmm. um, you know, something's bothering them or, or just like they hadn't had enough sleep or something, but it's never like a situation where we're just like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to be near Chris or I don't want to be like, that just doesn't happen. We, we've all been friends for so long and like 
we kind of know each other's buttons and we know how far we can push and like we we know to be able to take it as much as we can dish it out and like there's like a pretty good balance like we're we're all pretty respectful of each other and and we know we know our boundaries and so like we try not to cross those and um yeah we're we're like i mean we're on tour together like our our the most important thing for us is to like have fun together and so i i think above anything else it's just like that's the number one priority is like we're here together we're the only people we have like we need to have fun together Mm -hmm. so yeah we don't we don't really argue we'll bicker about stupid stuff like sometimes steven doesn't want to stop for food and i'm just like dog like i'm dying here nick has to pee a lot you'll hear you'll you'll hear steven dude steven wants to murder nick like four times a night nick's like he'll be he'll like text the group chat like gotta pee and steven's just like like i'm pulling over he's like i'm not i'm not getting off the highway and it's like all right that's fine it's so funny dude every time he does it's so funny I'm kind of curious. I want to ask the other people I I know who have gone out with Nick <laughs> if he has to pee that much. <laughs> just send it. Turns out it's a Dylan. recent development. <laughs> it's like, just from. It's actually Nick just needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, I just so text funny. like Dylan or somebody else that knows Nick, and she's like, "So, uh... not a question I ever thought to ask, but now I'm curious." <laughs> um, so funny, dude. So you mentioned that you that you guys have been playing the Switch a lot. What like what are your guys' games when you when you play? Uh, I mean, for Chris, Chris and I have like pretty similar tastes as far as games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like before Ghost Key was ever a band. Like uh, every weekend for me was going to Chris's house and playing video games. Like when we first met, it was just like, all right, I'm done with high school for the week. Like I'm going to Chris's house, and we're probably gonna stay up for like 72 hours and just play video games. So like. We, we pretty much always see eye to eye on everything and anything that comes out that's multiplayer, we're probably both going to buy it. Um, like we both bought Smash and, and we've played that a ton together. Uh, I know he's been playing a lot of Hollow Knight, which I finished a while back, um, but there is a new Hollow Knight game coming out. Dude, the freaking developers, so good. dude, the developers were like, yeah, we're going to release free DLC. It's going to be really cool. And then they were like, actually... Uh, it's just a sequel. It's way bigger. And and Chris, I just like texted Chris. I was like, "Dude, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Like, freaking out. So he he, I know he's playing Hollow Knight right now. Um, I played that a lot on the road. Uh, I played Mario Odyssey two or three times on the road just because like that's probably my favorite Mario game of all time. Like I, I'm a a pretty big Nintendo fan. Uh, they've had their missteps and I've missed generations. Like I wasn't in on the Wii U, but uh. Like Mario is definitely one of my favorite characters of all time. And and so I played Odyssey a few times. Uh, I actually haven't finished Breath of the Wild, which is weird for me because I like Zelda is, again, one of my favorite series of all time. But uh, I just haven't put enough time into Breath of the Wild. But it is a really good game on the road because I can put like a an hour or two into it and then put it down and switch to something else. Uh, the Switch is really good for indie games. Uh, obviously, I was talking about Hollow Knight, but like I put a lot of time into Enter the Gungeon. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are that familiar, game is but... also super good. Yeah, and it's it's like for me, it, I can play it as many times as I want. Literally, I never get sick of it because it's just it, it is what it is. It's a roguelite, so you just play it over and over and over and over and try to get better and try to unlock more guns and like 
stuff like that for me is super addicting. Binding of Isaac is like the same yeah. way. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I love twin stick shooters. Super, super big fan of those. So I, I literally, there's been night, there's been nights we'll drive seven hours and I, I'll play Gungeon for all seven. Well, we'll get there and I'm just like, holy shit, I, I did like literally a hundred <laughs> runs tonight. Uh, Dead Cells is another one that's like a side scroller, like Metroidvania style game. Uh, just again, playing run over run over run over just over and over. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're just um, naming all of my like favorite indie games. Just, oh, just I, dude, I love, uh, I talk about all the time on my channel, like as I love AAA games, but mm-hmm. I also, I have such a soft spot for indie titles. Um, because for me, it, like it's so easy to to think about it the same way I think about my band is mm-hmm. it's like a, it's usually a small group of people. Uh, they don't have like a ton of money. They don't have a ton of funding. It's it's literally like a passion project, right? They just believe in it and they want nothing more for that game to succeed because it's literally everything to them. They're putting their heart and soul into it, and and it's the same thing like what we're doing we're literally out there like not we don't have a ton of money we're not making any money like we're literally just doing it because it's something that we love and we're passionate about and so it's it's you see what i'm saying it's just like so similar for me and so like i i go way out of my way to make sure that any indie game that comes out that i am semi-interested in i do as much research as i can and i'll buy it like it, it it takes very little for me to want to buy an indie game because it's just so easy for me to identify. And like 99% of the time I buy it and it, it ends up being a great game anyway. Like mm-hmm. literally anything by Devolver Digital, if you've ever, like, <laughs> yeah. any, like mm-hmm. anytime they publish a game, it's like, yo, buy it, buy it, buy it. Ape out. I, no. I know of you it. Haven't I played haven't it? played it yet. Dude, you got to play Ape out. It's so good. It's a Devolver Digital game. No surprise. It's perfect. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, a ton of indie games. Um, smash mario party mario party on our last uh last tour was nuts dude because chris and i both have a switch and you could play mario party with one joy con Mm -hmm. and so we would just like swap one person in and out but we'd pass out four joy cons anywhere we would go we'd go to like people's houses to stay and be like yo do you have a tv with hdmi (laughs) yeah why i'm like oh we just got to play mario party like (laughs) don't you want to sleep you have to drive tomorrow it's like yeah but we want to play mario party so yeah, no, 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 this is more so, important. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> well, awesome. Um, trying to think of like another thing I was going to ask you, uh, but I, it totally skipped my mind. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, you have anything you want to talk about on this on this subject, real quick? Um, not particularly. You just named off a ton of like games that just <laughs> they're they're all my favorite like indie titles. You're all like Dead Cells, Hollow Knight. Fucking yeah. the Gungeon. I'm just like, <gasps> dude. I, I can tell you about how I look like a psycho when we show up to a venue and I like start asking everybody that works there. I'm like, do you have an outlet available? And they'll be like, oh yeah, you just need to plug in some lights. I'm like, uh, no, I actually need the Wi-Fi and an outlet. And then I like, I'll just like sweep. You, you always see in like movies when people walk up to tables, just sweep everything off the table. I'll, I'll just like sweep all the shit off and like throw my laptop down. And it's a 17 inch like Alienware, so it looks ridiculous. And I like flip it open, plug my mouse in, and I'm just like, all right, I'll be here for another three hours. <laughs> and they're like, yo, the Wi Fi sucks. And I'm just like, it's I'll my banish. fault. Like, I'll, I'll, there's like been so many when PUBG came out. Mm-hmm. I, I was like every i was so addicted every day we'd show up to a venue because we were on tour i think right around the time it came out it was like march of last year and mm-hmm. 
uh, <laughs> we'd show up to a venue and I'd be like, yeah, how good is your Wi-Fi? And they'd be like, not very good. And I would be like, that's okay. I'll just tether to my phone. And <laughs> literally was like tethering to my phone every day to play PUBG with my friends. And it was terrible. Like the worst, la- my ping is like 150 easy. And I'm just like, it's fine. I, it's fine. I'll, I'll manage. Like making every excuse I could. It was so, <laughs> I look like such a psycho, but like I, like gaming has been such a huge part of my life. Like I've literally been playing video games since I was like four years old. I I feel like that's a lot of people's story nowadays, but Mm -hmm. I I just anywhere I can go that I can play games. Like I'm happy. I just love playing games. Mm -hmm. And if I look like a psycho with a massive (laughs) laptop, like that's fine. It's a price I'm willing to pay. So like what's been the, it, let me kind of, uh, get this to kind of where some other people are because not everyone who travels is in a band and sometimes they don't have you know the same you know or five people that they can that they can enjoy something like that with uh what are some tips you have for people who have to travel you know contractors um people who have to you know drive to and from uh you know two different places for work like i said contractors is one of them you know uh auditors they have to go to different businesses and do auditing and stuff like that what are some other you know tips that you have for people or maybe they're just going on like a long road trip what are some tips you have for people who are uh going on the road and want a game um well number one for those people that are driving literally find podcasts you love and binge yeah like nothing makes a drive easier than finding a podcast that you that you love and that you're invested in like i i'm a big fan of audio dramas so like uh welcome to night Vale is a really good one it's a super popular one it has like a million episodes uh god i can't think of anything off the top of my head lime town is like an another another amazing one black tapes all super super good um yeah so like if you're driving and you can't if you, if you don't own a tesla and you can't like play your switch while you're driving um <laughs> not that that's recommended that's against the law i never said you should do it i just said you should. uh yeah, podcasts are super good. Just like I, I a lot of times with music, it, and this is part of the reason we stopped listening to it, is it just kind of all becomes noise mm-hmm. because you're just like driving and you're focusing on just going forward. And then after a while, it's just like, how many times have we listened to this Wage War record or, you know, whatever, or whatever you're mm-hmm. listening to? It's just like, is this the same backtrack song I've heard for four hours? I don't, I, <laughs> so it's just so much easier to focus when you have like you're being told a story. Um, there's a really good, oh, actually somebody in chat already said it. Sean said it. There's a really good Wolverine. If you're into superheroes, uh, a Wolverine podcast, uh, that is super, super good. It's really well-made. Um, as far as like gaming on the go, if you don't own a switch, you're a fool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, there is literally no reason in, in 2019 if you are somebody who wants to play video games on the road, if you don't own a Switch, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's literally one of, and I know that there's one person in chat that bought one and returned it, and I'm disappointed with them because it's, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, so I've owned, or not, I, not me specifically have owned, but like in my family and also me, I've owned every, almost every single console that's ever come out. Like from from the NES forward, and 
I can definitively say that the Nintendo Switch is one of the greatest consoles of all time. Obviously, that's my opinion. But if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. Because, <laughs> because not only are like AAA developers flocking to the Switch because they're like, holy shit, this thing sold. I, I can't remember the exact number. It, somebody else might. But I, I want to say it was somewhere in, in the neighborhood of like 5 million units, maybe more. Um, which is insane, especially for a Nintendo console. That just like doesn't happen. And so like all these AAA developers are flocking to it. Like you're you're getting like Diablo 3 remaster. Uh Doom came out on the Switch, which is an amazing, amazing reboot. Uh Wolfenstein 2, which is I don't think mm -hmm. anybody saw coming. Uh Skyrim. So like you're getting all these AAA titles, and obviously there's like more to be announced. Uh you get all the first party stuff from Nintendo, which is always good, I except mario aces because uh it's broken but that's a you know, <laughs> i love aces but it's broken it's broken um but yeah you're getting all the first party nintendo stuff and then like there is literally no better console other than maybe a pc that you're getting like tons of indie support like, there's an endless agree. amount yeah. yeah there's an endless amount of indie games and they're dirt cheap like there there are so many you could literally walk like figuratively speaking walk into the nintendo eShop and start looking around with mm -hmm. 60 dollars that you would normally spend on one game you could walk away with five games easy that you that are all yeah like good they'll they'll hold your attention forever so like mm -hmm. that yeah i mean if you don't want to switch and you're traveling like i just it doesn't make any sense to me because your only other option is like to be one of those people that has like the the screen that attaches to your ps4 it's just like a pain in the ass or like a gaming laptop, but like one, like I said, you look like a psycho if you set that up <laughs> anywhere in public. Or, or like if you, uh, God, I can't even imagine like Captain Auditor opens it in like a meeting, he like whips out his Alienware, and they're just like, "Are you kidding, man? Like, what the hell?" So like, yeah, I mean the Switch, like, and and also the fact that it's USB C, you can mm -hmm. literally buy one of those like cheap power bricks off of amazon and double or even triple the battery life like mm -hmm. there are so many drives where i've literally played a switch for 10 hours yeah. and it just because i have a battery plugged into it it takes nothing to run it it's amazing yeah i will say in i've heard some things about third-party power bricks i know anchor has like a switch specific one i've heard some other things about uh like switch bases charging bases that you have to be careful because the switch has some different charging language. To yeah. 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 So like my understanding is, uh, that it's not just like flat out USB C I'm not going to get like too into it, but yeah, I, I know that it's, it's like a proprietary technology. Mm -hmm. The, the way that the power is delivered to the switch is like different than just like a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't had any trouble with my power brick that's not saying that you should just go out and buy any random power brick, but yeah, like the anchor ones, uh, Nick in chat is actually a good friend of mine. Yeah. He said it USB PD. That's like the, the, their proprietary, uh, technology. I haven't had an issue with mine. The, the Nintendo switch, like branded anchor power supplies are great. They're a little more expensive because obviously they're, they have to be licensed and they got to pay mm -hmm. extra money to have the logo on there. But, um, it's still like they're still worth it like there's yeah. like i said you buy one of those and like dude you can get 10 hours of triple a quality games 
in your hands. That's ridiculous. Like that's mm -hmm. so insane to me. Yeah. Um, so kind of going on here, I know we have, uh, I have a game I want to talk about, but, uh, Ren. Oh God. You've been a little quiet to for the show. Yeah. No, yeah, he's uh, like, you've been a little shit. <laughs> you've been quiet this show. Let's have you talk about, uh, pacify. Yeah, no, oh, I played no. I played a really horrible horror game recently. It's a it's a horror game called Pacify. It's from the same makers of Emily Wants to Play. Um, it's so bad. I, I don't even know how to describe it. So it it's basically a story about a little girl who's possessed by demons, and you have to go find like baby dolls to like chill her the fuck out. And while it's also so finding ridiculous. other baby dolls to make her angry, it's really Ugh. confusing. Like that that in itself was really fucking weird, just outright. I was like, I don't what? So initially, first off, I'm just gonna say this game is like 99% stock assets. So I already it, have Do you know if it's Unity it. or if it's UE? I act I'm not sure. I think it's Unity. If I yeah, remember I looked right, at the I feel trailer, like it, it, it looks like a Unity game yeah Good um, asset flip yeah yeah no it was a 100 percent asset flip i was even looking through the reviews and this is the really weird thing which actually kind of raises some questions for me but uh it was rated very positive and i only found two bad reviews one of them said it was a copy of a free game and then the other one said that it was one of the worst games that they've ever bought and uh i'm inclined to believe them because <laughs> oh my god it was horrible so Essentially, you start out in front of this uh, this building, and I guess you're part of, like, this um, abnormal, like, conspiracy shit, like, task force. You're, you're basically, like, trying to discover ghosts. That's your job. You're, you're the ghost oh, hunter. Oh, so you're Post Malone in that episode of Ghost Hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and so you go inside the house, and for me personally... I when I play a horror game, I don't expect the bad like the ghost to just be super chill. She walked up to me, just walked up to me and uh, was just like, hi, how are you? And that was it. Like she just stood in front of my face. There was no like there was no cut to a jump scare or anything. It was just nothing. She was just chilling there. And I was like, she's I, like, hey, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, can I press a button? I pressed left click. And you know what you do? You push her onto the ground. That's what you do. do? And you I was like, I don't know what's happening. On the ground. Yes. Yeah. You bully and I was the like, ghost. I don't I don't understand. That's exactly what the game is, is it's just bully the ghost girl simulator. And I was like, I don't understand where any of this logic is coming from. I don't get so, it. Yeah, we were talking about this before we started. And if you watch the trailer uh -huh. within the first like 10 seconds. It yeah. shows like it shows the uh, what I'm assuming is like the main ghost and her her model is like float like the the 3D model is floating across the <laughs> ground. But it, there's no animation like it's, yeah. it's literally a, it's like a static model and it's just being drug across the ground. It's so bizarre. I was like, this doesn't look very good. Yeah, yeah. the model might as well be in the T pose. <laughs> literally yeah literally just like well that's just it is that i found out that the uh the baby dolls are in t-poses like they're not like they were literally just taken from somewhere i don't know where but they were just immediately just placed in the game and just like they reminded me of t-posing uh, babies it's if like, you've yeah. ever played dark souls the first dark souls yeah 
there are little skeleton babies and that's what they reminded me of but not nearly as terrifying <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it, it definitely looked rough like like i i had said before it, it looked like somebody was like okay so there's pt and then visage which is like the spiritual successor to pt yeah and now i'm gonna make a spiritual successor to a spiritual successor with the assets that i'm are all free in unity yeah <laughs> because i'm not gonna pay for anything yeah i don't know it plays out so weird at first so initially initially your goal is to find keys and like there's notes and i'm gonna be classic. completely honest with you Cla like, classic horror trope just go find stuff yeah, yeah yeah it was just like oh go look for keys and also there's a bunch of notes that you can read and it kind of just played out like a slender another clone. class yeah it's like and oh it's like, the most know. classic horror read yeah. notes collect stuff yeah i didn't even feel like enthralled to read the notes i read one and it was like really not sensible like it didn't make any sense to read and it was also super boring and i was like yeah i'm not gonna read any more of these that's not gonna happen <laughs> i'm good this. yeah no if you're not you gonna know when sell the, me the immediately like, environmental lore is not good yeah you, you, you probably just you yeah probably i was like eh, you know i think i'm good um did, did you play visage i did i did play Visage. great, yeah. great game yeah amazing no, Visage was fucking uh, it's incredible. not done it's not done like i want to go back it's an early access game but like yeah like i said it just looked like like a rip off of visage but not nearly as good visage has awesome storytelling like yeah. through their notes it's all the same it's literally the same exact mechanics it's like collect i think you collect a couple keys but yeah all the notes and stuff like we played through it on stream and i'm like read i was like this is so good like the, the writing <laughs> is so awesome and i'm like it, it's pretty similar in the sense that it's like it's a i think it's a ue game but it's mm -hmm. it's probably like half bought assets half yeah. made like you yeah. know it's not like the most amazing game graphically but like yeah. you can do a lot it, it definitely very was little. like a significantly more polished game for sure yeah yeah it, it yeah, was 100%. like you could tell that they put in a lot of work on it, and that was like that was one thing about visage that really grabbed my attention it was like oh okay they put effort into this i i'll give them that 100 percent easily this one just felt like they just kind of threw stuff together and i was like yeah uh, I don't understand even at some point. So apparently the character, the like the the ghost girl goes between like passive states where she's just waddling around like a goddamn fucking <laughs> penguin. I don't understand. And uh, and into so ghost girl mode. I love it. And into ghost girl mode. And uh, one of the times she went into ghost girl mode and occasionally she'll teleport and it's like super rare that it happens. But occasionally mm. she'll teleport and she teleported into a locked room and just stayed there for 15 minutes, just screaming. <laughs> and I was like, I don't. That's how you know it's an asset. I'm just going to go like, anywhere else. The, the coding is just super broken and they probably don't even know that bug exists and nobody's ever going to take the time to let them know. It's yeah. just gonna stay. <laughs> like I've played so many games through like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like itch.io. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, super awesome website, but also filled with like a bunch of kind of shovelware and like asset flips. Yeah. And yeah, there's been a handful where I've played and I'm just like, this is a bug that has existed since this game <laughs> made four years ago and nobody yeah. has ever bothered to fix it. Like <laughs> people like clipping into walls or, or like, yeah, like the girl just being in a locked room that 
there's no way you yeah. can get to it. You're like Googling. You're like, how to get to the locked room? And yeah. there's no results because people are just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there was just no reason to no, go yeah, to the no. locked room. It was just like, congratulations. Yeah. You played yourself. I'm going to go finish the game now. Yeah. Bye. And it so was like, good. okay, I guess. Um, there was something else I wanted to note. So one of the one of the key like selling factors of this game is that it's a multiplayer horror game. That's like its keynote. And you're probably thinking to yourself, that sounds like a dumb idea because multiplayer horror games don't work. You're right. It doesn't work. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely atrocious. So I tested it uh, because I normally stream. I tested it so off you, stream. You made like, somebody else buy this game. Four people. Is what you're saying. You made four, four people, people played this with me. Uh, it was a four person group that we played this with. Oh, they all wanted to play it because they were just like, oh, this seems great. And I was like, I was even watching the trailer. I was like, I don't know. I do not know about this one. Well, I'm unsure. Yeah. And so how much was stream, it? It was it was five dollars. So I'm not like totally okay, okay, mad okay. about it. being yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute garbage. But I mean, it's anyway. Price is sometimes indicative of quality. Not always. Yeah. But yeah. In um, this case. Often. Yeah. Uh, was i gonna say so i tested it off stream and this is where i ran into most of these issues i only played it for like 10 minutes immediately ran to the ghost girl she kind of just walked up to me and i pushed her on the ground and i was like this game's a fucking meme and i was like nope i'm not i'm done with it i'm just gonna we're gonna wait until the multiplayer stream starts and so doing that the exact same thing happened but everybody freaked out i was like no 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 just watch this and then we all grouped around her and just started pushing her all over the place and she was just all, like she was one yeah that's how you win yeah exactly it was like okay so the game it honestly just felt like a meme of a game more than anything i i was so shocked that they were like selling it as a horror game it felt so much more like yeah this this is the game where there's a ghost girl and you really just like beat her up and then take just, all her dolls you ever and wanted then to beat it. up a ghost we got the simulator for you yeah i don't know <laughs> dude i don't know it was it was super weird. Um, but one of the mechanics of uh, it being a like a multiplayer game is that if you get caught, you get turned into one of the babies, but you don't get turned into like the baby model. You just get turned into a really tiny version of your character. Oh, boy. and then you could just walk around like really, really fucking tiny. I know. I know what you're thinking. Like, what the fuck is this? And so. I didn't understand, like, I didn't realize that you could change this at any point in time. Um, and so I'm just walking around as a fucking demon baby, just like strolling around. And the ghost doesn't give two shits about me anymore because I'm a demon baby. So I'm just I'm just rocking and rolling throughout this entire fucking place, just chilling. And uh, and I guess you can throw yourself into a furnace to turn yourself back to normal, but you don't turn back to normal. You turn back into your normal character, but slightly taller. And like, it was Dude, super clear there was a bug. It's not a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it. It's so I kept, I kept getting caught because I wanted to see how much this would go. And I, at this point, I'm like clipping through like floors. Oh, you get you like the bug. You, is you progressively you get just time. get taller and taller and taller. Your model stays the same height. But, like, your camera just keeps going higher and higher That's and higher. That's so good, dude. Yeah, so I'm just, like, my camera is, like, lost in the ground of, like, the upper floor. And I'm just, like, I can't see anymore. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's so good. It was so bad. I guess it also has a PvP mode. 
shouldn't. I, I, right? That that was what I thought. I was like, I don't it, know. It sounds what like that one means. of those games where like they tried to do too much. Uh, yeah, you know, it was just like, oh, we got to do everything. It's like, you no, know, you you should just try to do one thing really well. Um, yeah, exactly. There was a a multiplayer like horror s game. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. It's on Steam. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, is and- it deceit? It is deceit. That's I what knew it. <laughs> yes. That game is really good. And yeah. it, they didn't bother. We're not going to do a story mode. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do multiplayer. We're going to do multiplayer really well. Mm-hmm. That game is super fun. If you've ever played Werewolf, it's literally just Werewolf, yeah. the card game, but in a video game. And it's awesome. Yeah. That game is, it, it's not as populated now. It kind of mm-hmm. died out. But like anytime I've been able to get like a group of friends, it works really well as just a bunch of friends because you yeah. all kind of know each other and you can kind of like push, you know, push and pull. And like, you're, you're like a little more inclined to like joke and like be a dick, but also believe your friends when they're like, I'm not the monster. <laughs> it's yeah. that game is super good. Yeah. I've played it. Uh, not a bunch. I don't want to say a bunch. I probably put like mm-hmm. at least 10 hours into it just every now and then I'll try to yeah. get a group and play a few I played- matches. I played the hell out of it when I found it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stopped playing mostly because I found even if I didn't have the t.tv in my name, oh yeah. People would still find out <laughs> yeah. that I was streaming somehow. Like there just was just stream like, snipe you. Yeah, like there wasn't a bunch of people playing, so they would just like probably refresh the page or whatever and I'd get streams. Yeah, literally just go to the category and see who's streaming. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had the problem too where like I would just get like russian kids screaming mm-hmm. at me yeah like in broken english you're like no like, no i don't know what you're saying <laughs> just like in brooklyn broken english and it's like you're the you're the monster you're the monster you're the monster just like over and over and friendly, over again friendly like friendly friendly and you're just like i don't know yeah. what's happening i'm like can you can you like just go try to hack another election or something so <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure somebody was stream sniping me during Dark Souls the other night. I was streaming Dark Souls 2, and there's uh-huh. not a lot of people that stream in that category. And there was like one dude, he just kept invading me over and over. It was literally nonstop. And I, mm. I kept killing him. And I was like, I, I'm like yelling at the screen, I'm like, dude, please stop. Like, I, I don't want to fight you. And I just keep killing you. Like, I'm just trying to do this one thing. And like that, that's like definitely the downside of playing in a in a small category on Twitch. It's yeah. like if somebody wants to look you up, they just like pull up the category. There's three, literally like three lines of people, you know, like 20 people streaming the game. So they're just like, oh, it's this guy. And yeah. I'm the one. dude. Oh, Sean, he's talking about something else. <laughs> I got I do. I freaked out on stream. I Somebody invaded me and I ended up like killing him after he was totally wrecking me and i mm-hmm. i got way too hype about it yeah. <laughs> i was like get I, out get out of my house like it's it pretty funny <laughs> i had a i had a moment kind of similar when i i used to stream a game called dirty bomb quite a bit yeah uh, yeah i'm familiar with that game and i i was for a while i was one of like the top like three like regularly i was like one of the top three and i had already had problems i had met a bunch of friends through this game i had met a friend mama mouthy and a friend proc whatever and this is how i met another friend was this incident that me and this friend proc were uh playing and this guy kept killing us i'm like what the fuck is with the sniper it's like every time you know i swear to god he's just looking for me and the guy typed in the chat and he's like hey are you streaming because he saw the t.tv in my name <laughs> i'm like yes he's like same 
<laughs> that's how I met Lone Spirit. That's, <laughs> if oh anyone who knows who Lone Spirit is, because I don't want to really usually channel. end up that way. So that's <laughs> yeah. usually usually doesn't end up very well. But it's good that yeah. you guys became friends. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, someone just oh, said Dirty Bomb is so fun. It it is such a fun game. I. I, I, and just real quick, like the devs for that game are fucking awesome. Like they gave, let me do giveaways. They gave me Twitch prime or they gave me uh, the Twitch skins, the Twitch streamers, uh, like dirty bomb skins. Oh, there was like streamer specific skins. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I never yeah. played it, but like, I, I remember when it came out, it was like everywhere. It's fun. And it's, and it's sad. What's going to happen to that game. Um, cause they, they stopped active development that the game that you play now is going to be what the game is forever yeah. unless uh splash damage picks it back up um, that's who made it yeah 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 because i think now they're working on gears of war uh um, yeah i think you're right yeah yeah they're they're subcontracted to microsoft or something to that effect mm -hmm. um yeah and i i absolutely love that game like i said shu gave me uh like when they did their melee update uh with like the skins he gave me a golden knife to give away um she was always responsive to me. He wasn't responsive to everyone I know. Um, they're, they're always great. That's tight, man. Um, That's super yeah. cool. Like I said, I'm a little disappointed with how that game ended up. I really think they they should have listened to listened to a lot of us when we complained about one care. What what happened was there's one update. Um, they get, put out a new character called Hunter, and then they updated or they they changed some abilities for a character named Phantom, who's the only character that could go invisible. Dude, invisibility. It's Which, the one that always breaks every game with yeah. abilities. It's such a tough thing to get right. Well, what they what they did was that there was a radius around him that was an EMP, so that everything, any like health stations or anything like that would go down. Which one could argue if he's invisible and the EMP is on, then he's it's a little overpowered. But the radius was big enough that if you you know if you were paying attention, you would see, oh hey, that thing is sparking over there because it's not working. That means there's a phantom nearby. They did it. They changed it to where he activated his EMP on his own. So not only was he invisible, but there's no tells that he was in the in your. Oh vicinity. right, because he was just activating it whenever, or, or not activating it at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the problem, and people hated it. People already didn't like a character that could go invisible. Um, and so a lot I of played people... paragon trust me i know all about invisibility <laughs> yeah rest in peace to one of my favorite games of all time but i there was a character that could go invisible and it it was not not easy to counter her for anything so i know yeah. exactly where you're at with that so yeah a lot of a lot of players left after that and then it just kind of went downhill from there on a yeah. game that was already suffering low player counts well because um, it came out like a like not it's not super old, but I feel like what maybe early 2010s, maybe like 2013, 2014. 2014 is what I want to lean on. Yeah. Uh, and for that entire time was basically in beta until this last summer. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. OK, I didn't know yeah, that. That was a it was a beta build. This is. Like yeah, a, yeah. So uh, which I played the hell out of the game. I think I have 600 hours in that. Maybe. Holy shit. You were dedicated. Oh, yeah. That's like I, that's like Skyrim hours for me. I don't know if I have a <laughs> multiplayer game of. Well, no, PUBG is only like 150 or 200 hours. Yeah. Um, which to kind of get us back on track, you mentioned kind of a magic word there, Skyrim. So I um, if you guys don't uh, if you guys don't mind me kind of like railroading us into this conversation here, <laughs> uh, 
By the way, I played uh, 590 hours of Dirty Bum. But uh, <laughs> this week I started playing. Um, I had to open up Steam real quick to double check. Uh, this week I started playing a game called uh, Enderall, which is a free Skyrim mod that has its own launcher. And it's really, really interesting. Um, so to get this game, like I said, it's free on Steam, but you have to have a non-special edition version of Skyrim. Downloading right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's like a whole new world, whole new story. They change up some mechanics. The I, I'm not super. Um, I'm not super far into Enderall. I am. How many hours do I have on it right now? According to Steam, I have five hours into it. So they have like a couple custom races. Um, and the story so far is that like you're some sort of um, refugee or immigrant going to uh, this continent called Enderall from wherever you were before. And then you get caught on this ship, thrown into the ocean. Or you, so you get caught on the ship, then you have some sort of like supernatural experience where you have the, this vision. After that, you're thrown into the ocean and then you wake up and you have these latent magical abilities. Um, so, and which is connected to one of the mechanics that they add. So you have like all these hero attributes being like your stamina, your magicka, what they just call mana, um, your, uh, health. And then they have this thing called the arcane fever, which, um, using certain spells and using it's not game. similar to cat scratch fever, right? It's not Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, all right. Um, I gotta go. I'm just, <laughs> um, but the arcane fever, when you use certain spells and like consume certain potions or, or are caught in certain areas, like there's certain areas that just have like way too much magic, your arcane fever goes up. And if that gets to like 100%, you die. And there's other negative effects, the higher it gets up, you know, maybe less mana or like mana regenerates less or whatever. Um, so there, there's kind of like that aspect, but they do some other things like they rearrange some of the spells and they, they call this. Uh, different spell they they na renamed some of the spell schools i should say mm -hmm. uh, like destruction is elementalism there's some science oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah um there's a couple others uh and i found first off spell casting is way better because this game is a little bit harder than skyrim um, one thing that they did do away with was uh, level scaling. So anyone who's not familiar with Skyrim, the world levels up with you, mm -hmm. in, but certain kinds of mobs or certain NPCs only level cap. up to a certain extent. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, they have a cap, which is why like the game doesn't feel like it gets any easier until you hit like god tier level. I have, you know, all Daedric armor, all day, you know, I'm casting twin spells and so you know that's why that game doesn't necessarily feel like it's getting any um easier you're just me dumping every point into strength <laughs> <laughs> literally just like ah I'll just max it out so i can swing yeah. the biggest hammer possible yeah exactly um this game they so they do away with that and you're you're pretty on rails for at least so far so like the know, story is like guided yeah, the story is guided. It's more linear. Now I'm going to say it is technically open world, but you feel it kind of pushing you through, which is different. Like I said, this is a Skyrim mod. So, you know, Skyrim graphics, Skyrim 
physics. Does it take place in the Elder Scrolls universe, no. or is it, okay? It's a totally different game. Totally different world. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm sorry, I kind of lost my track there. Uh, so yeah, it is open world, but you do feel guided through the story, which is kind of nice. Like you, you know, you someone will expl someone explains to you the arcane fever and like okay well you have this thing you have to go get it under con you have this condition because of your newfound magical abilities um you need to go talk to these people but first before i take you to these people go do these things right it's like okay you did these things let's go talk to these you know let's go talk to these people those people who are like well the process is pretty long but i know somebody who can help you in a much faster fashion they're found over there. And then you go over Dude, there. I'm playing through Dark Souls right now. I could use a little direction. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I don't know if you've ever played Dark Souls, but like it doesn't tell you anything. No. Nope. They're just like, <laughs> no, it does not. Go. And then you you like you oh my god, dude. I'm like going to bosses and chats like, you don't even need to fight this boss. And I'm just like <laughs> I, I I would never know. Like you yeah. nobody tells you anything, which is like it's part of the reason I love that game and I've fallen in love with that mm. series. But like you're telling you're telling you're talking about like, yeah, they're telling you exactly where to go, like kind of pushing you along. I'm just like, I'm going to play that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I will say. And what's kind of nice is I remember somebody saying, you know, there's a point in uh, I want to say Dark Souls one where like there's a fork in the road, like very early in the game. And it's like one way is the way you're supposed to go. The other mm -hmm. way is not. And the yeah. way you know it's not is because it's basically just death after death after death. You're talking and about the graveyard. I think so. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about the graveyard <laughs> because uh, so to, to give a little context, I've never played a Souls game until mm -hmm. last month when I started playing Dark Souls 1. I've been terrified of that series for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I've just always heard it's been, you know, it's the hardest thing in the world. It's so frustrating, da 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 And I was just like, all right, it's not for me then. And chat was like we want you to play it we think you'll have fun and i was just like mm -hmm. all right you want to laugh at me die i'll give you what you want and i ended up falling in love with it i i yeah. I, I now i love dark souls one so much and even the series like i'm playing two right now i'm falling in love with that but i love dark souls one enough that as soon as i finished it i bought it on the switch so i own it mm -hmm. twice now and you're talking about the graveyard and i know you are because at the very beginning of the game i went to the graveyard and that's my literal first experience with mobs outside of the uh, asylum demon, which mm -hmm. is like the first boss you face. My first experience with mobs like in in and around Firelink Shrine are the skeletons in the graveyard. And <laughs> I, I like go in and I'm like, holy shit, I'm not doing any damage. Like I'm I'm swinging my sword and I'm, I'm like literally chunking like five HP every time. And I was like. All right, this is just how hard the game is. That's how it's going to be. And I'm like dying over and over. And chat's like, oh, I want to tell him so bad. And I was just like, don't tell me anything. It's a blind run. I have pride. And I'm I, I died for like an hour and a half. And I was like, all right, I need some. I, I'm so sick of this. I need somebody to tell me where to go. They're like, yeah, you're not supposed to be here for like another six or seven hours. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then they were just like, that's Dark Souls. And I'm just like. <laughs> At, honestly at that point i was just like i don't think i'm gonna like this very much and then mm -hmm. once i finished it i was just like this is one of the best games i've ever played like, mm -hmm. like i i like i said i went out and bought it on the switch i'm replaying it on my switch i'm also playing new game plus on my computer like mm -hmm. i i've 
I've started buying like all the Dark Souls merch that I can, <laughs> and, and like I, I spent like at this point probably the same amount of hours I did playing Dark Souls, watching Dark Souls lore. Like I, I've like read everything that I can. I'm like trying to understand every little bit and piece of the world. Like, dude, it's it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm literally. It, it chat knows like. Anybody from my stream could tell you it's all I care about now. Like I'm obsessed. <laughs> I, I was Dark Souls one. I was just like, yeah, we'll finish this. We'll probably play like three or four other games. Maybe we'll come back to two. We finished it, and I was like, all right, we'll play God of War. That game's like 20 hours long. It's pretty short. Amazing game, by the way. And then I was yeah. like, guys, uh, I think we're just gonna play Dark Souls two, and then I think we're gonna play three, and then I think we're gonna play Bloodborne, and then we'll play Sekiro, and then we'll play something else. I so, am like, so excited for Sekiro. Oh my god, dude, so good. I'm just <laughs> yeah. so bummed because like I got into Souls right after or, oh, or yeah. like I I I I fell in love with Souls right after the Sekiro pre-orders mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah. And so not only have I missed out now on Dark Souls 1, 2, 3 and Bloodborne collector's editions, but now I missed I by like a week I missed out on the Sekiro and I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm like searching <laughs> eBay and I'm just like you want me to pay $240 for this? I'm thinking about it. I don't have that money, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I want that statue. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed, dude. I, I can't. It's such a good game. So, like, you keep talking about instruction, and I'm just like, this sounds like a game I want, want to play in my free time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing is, um, like, I have no problem with it giving me instruction. A lot of people yeah, look at this as, long as, as it's like, done well. Yeah. Um, now, which that done well thing, let's talk about Uh-oh. some flaws <laughs> I've seen with the game. First off, Skyrim mod. So we all know what that yep. means. Weird wonky glitches. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Weird wonky physics every once in a while. I haven't run into too much of it. Um, AI, obviously, you know, if you get yeah, a, you, you can't fix if you get AI. into it, if you get into a fight that you're having trouble with, try to catch the NPC on a rock. And pick it off with an arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Skyrim. Just. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Some of the things, so obviously as a mod, you don't expect like the greatest voice acting. I think a lot of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff, um, it, it seems like it, I think it, I want to say the original or the the core team is German. So like the core writing team or whatever. So I've noticed like a few times where something is just kind of clunkily, clunkily worded. Yeah, for sure. It's just um, doesn't translate English. super well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so here's the thing that I kind of this is just something I kind of have where um, if something if if something is really good and then the next thing you experience is really bad, like voice acting. That throws me way off. I'd rather voice acting be all bad mm-hmm. <laughs> than, um, than like than being a mixed bag. Then some of yeah, it, like yeah. there is like um, like for example, like there's this like character that you have to go talk to, and you have to go talk to him in this town. Well, as you enter this town, there's this kid that will stop you. Like it's a forced interaction. It's like, hey, you, yeah, you. <laughs> Can you help me with this? It's like Daddy said I can't do there, you know, something like that. It's like one of the modders like a 30-year-old guy. No, it was an actual kid. 
Oh, it's like that's what I was. Yeah, it's like one of the modders' sons. He was like, "All right, I yeah. need you to say this," and he said it. He was like, oh, "It's a free mod. That's good enough." Yeah, <laughs> but then like the you're never gonna that be you're, an actor. Yeah, <laughs> but like the character that you go to like talk to, I'm phenomenal. It's like, mm, yes, I do. Well, obviously, I'm not a good voice actor. Mm, yes, I do. <laughs> what know are you talking about? Talking it's so convincing. <laughs> I'm already sold. I do know who you're talking to and or who you're talking about and. Yes, very tragic what happened to him. And yes, I knew him as, you know, just like phenomenal, like very convincing, like the quality itself was good in um like the the not quality as in like how good it is, but the quality and how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Sure. Like some of like the mics, <laughs> like the, whoever was doing the audio editing, just it wasn't like good at making all the mics sound like they were. Kind of well, standing. right, because it's a mod, you know, they're like, yeah. they can't really pay people. Yeah. And so it's like a forum post on the Nexus and they're just like, yeah. all right, we need voice actors. And like, you know, Eric, who lives in the middle of nowhere, has like his headset and he's like, I'm a voice actor. <laughs> and he like, he like sends his lines in and everyone's just like, yeah, uh, I mean, he already did it. Like, I guess yeah. we put it in the game, you know? And mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, you didn't have to, but yeah, those are, those are just kind of like my nitpicky things. Yeah. Those are just like my nitpicky things. Like, you know, if I have like a lot, if I have anything really to complain about mm-hmm. is voice acting in the voice sa- acting quality and sound quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes aren't the best um, and it's built on Skyrim. So yeah. flaws that Skyrim has are the flaws of this game. Right. Skyrim. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we, you know, it's a mod built on an engine that's yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Freaking million years old. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise the story itself feels compelling. Like I'm compelled to like keep going through it more. Um, the way that they, that they kind of separate out some of the skills and do some other things. Um, is genuinely kind of refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. So like perks, you know, everyone knows the Skyrim perk tree. You level up, you choose mana, or you choose magicka, um, health or stamina. And then it takes you to this perk tree and you have all these abilities. Instead of um, that, th- there's a, like you have like some combat points that you can, uh, you like press Y to meditate. And then you get like teleported to this, dimension where you have all of like these standing stones and mm-hmm. then you like look at the standing stone and it has the constellation on it and then you like you ch- choose part of the constellation like you would in you know regular skyrim oh right it's like still but, the star chart or whatever yeah and like i said they they like there's some different perks like there's some new perks um you know and it's still like a, a point-based system so you know you still get like a point every time you level up or whatever else but then they also have like learning books that will like increase your level in like a certain thing. It's like a learning book mm-hmm. for medium armor or a learning book for elementalism or psionics or whatever. And so you find like learning books and you can buy learning books and it'll like help increase your level. Um, so, you know, you go and find a tier one learning book for elementalism and then maybe you're in a dungeon and you find a tier three learning book for heavy armor. Uh, something, you know, kind of like that, um, which has been kind of interesting as well. I will say, um, like the crafting aspect, like it, it hasn't like pushed you to any sort of crafting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in in regular vanilla Skyrim, you usually push. You know, you go to White Run or basically anytime you run in run into town, you can easily find a crafting st- station mm-hmm. for whatever you want. Right. There's that girl in um, what's the first city? I don't know. She's an White asshole. Run. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's super mean, dude. You're just like, <laughs> she's like, my father wanted me to make this sword. I was just like, I don't, I don't like, I just, <laughs> I just have these ingots and like, I just need to make a thing. Like, I, I'm sorry that your you dad's mean. Yeah. Like I, she's like, always. I remember the first time I played, I was just like, why is she so mean? Like, <laughs> I, I just want to make a sword. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And she's like arguing with like an Imperial. And it's like, I can't make this many swords. Yo, oh, yeah, I forgot that that like whole <laughs> mm-hmm. that whole conversation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the forced the forced cutscene kind of yeah. thing. Um, like, we need a billion swords. She's like, I can't. Fucking... <laughs> it's like you can't, like the, or you won't. <laughs> yeah, it's like the goofiest. Like, I, I mean, it's Skyrim. Like, but yeah, yeah it's, it's typical Elder Scrolls. Like, corny dialogue, but you still love it. Like, yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely worth picking up if you, like I said, you have to have a non-special edition version of Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fine with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I bought that game on release. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, so, I have the special edition. I have the regular edition. I have the VR. Like I, it's, yeah. I have, I bought that game like seven times. Yeah. So it's free. If you want to do like some other, um, you know, try Try out a different RPG. I don't know if this is connected to like any sort of like D&D homebrew or anything like that. I just uh, remember seeing like a YouTube video and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's. And I re- watched um, uh, Twitch partner Tiger Rider. Um, which, Austin, I'll tell you about him later. I am uh, not familiar. Uh, he used to be uh, he used to be a part of our local DIY scene here where I live. Oh, where? Like yeah um twitch partner uh tiger rider i watched him do a little underall as well um yeah i've seen people playing like i've seen people in the skyrim category recently like playing mm-hmm. through it yeah yeah it, yeah i saw like if i saw a variety of people picking up skyrim again i'm like huh this is kind of strange like these are people i don't like watch or i didn't you know realize we're gonna like play skyrim again and then no it ended up being underall yeah um, yeah it's worth it's definitely worth picking up and trying mm-hmm. and um you know, it, it's it's pretty fresh. You know, if you if you're like me and have done like three or four or five playthroughs of Skyrim, doing, you know the systems, you know the perks, you know how everything is. You know, you know how you want to do a build. This is like kind of coming at it from a fresh perspective and just being like, what works best for me? I found which I've played like one caster in Skyrim. I, I'm playing a caster this time around. I'm doing like the full elementalism, mostly because I ran into a troll. Uh, there's like cave trolls everywhere and they regenerate health. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, unless you <laughs> don't want to do it. Unless you do fire damage. I think it, I don't know if this is how it is in uh, Skyrim. No, it's not. A lot of mods uh, implement that though, because yeah, when I that's did a... the December like modded Skyrim charity mm-hmm. month, um, like a ton of like them elemental were, like, damage specifically. Specifically fire. Oh, um, that's, that's just a, missing from vanilla. Well, yeah, vanilla. the uh, the stopping of a health regeneration is the the fire damage is oh, still there, but it won't exactly okay, stop. Okay. I see what you're saying. Right, yeah. right, right. 
I because I know that's a D and D thing uh, that started with uh, with probably second edition of D and D where uh, trolls of every variety regenerate health, but they're weak to fire and they won't regenerate fire damage. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, yeah, that's how troll. That's uh, that's a pretty common thing for a lot of fantasy games to implement because Dungeons and Dragons have done it for a very long time. Shout out to Gary Gygax. Shout out to Gary Gygax. <laughs> um. So yeah, they, so I just found being a caster was really easy. I'm like, this fucking troll. I'm trying to do sword, sword and shield, um, because I don't know what I, what I want to necessarily do yet. And then this troll just kept killing me. I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna just. And then I, I like realized that oh yeah, hey, fire damage really works well on this guy, and I just like didn't Dude, stop. Casters, <laughs> any any game like any RPG, you're having trouble. I feel like oh, you want to cheese the whole game, and it'd be relatively easy play a caster right play magic that's all of dark souls that's literally all of dark Souls. it's just like oh you want you want to get through everything easy cast lightning you'll be good for the whole game yeah well for me there was a build i did in skyrim where it was just like conjuration and i was an archer so it's like yeah get my uh lydia get lydia and then summon whatever i can you know early game familiars you know, Atronox, <laughs> you know, eventually Dude, I've been playing Elder Scrolls since uh, Morrowind and mm-hmm. I've literally never once even thought about using magic. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know why it's just like it's not my thing. Like for yeah. me, it's always just been like I want the like the heaviest armor and the biggest weapon mm-hmm. and I just want to swing it and do as much damage as possible. I've just never in any RPG, I just don't play magic characters. Diablo is the same way. It's like always just super high DPS. Like I, I never cared about magic. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Yeah. All my friends are like, casters are fun. And I'm just like, nope, don't want to deal with it. Just want to <laughs> swing a sword. I gravitate towards like, like in D&D and stuff like that. I gravitate towards like druids. But really, that's the only thing. That's like the only magic class that interests me at all. It's like either monk or druid is like uh shapeshifter right isn't that a druid druid yeah druids they can do the wild shape so it's any any creature categorized as a beast um depending on your level they you know you can either get a swim or a fly speed um that's at certain levels and then uh at other levels or then it's also dependent on the beast uh challenge rating so like level two can only do one fourth challenge rating creatures which relegates you to doing black bears and wolves and something similar yeah the only literally the only characters i've ever played in elder scrolls are like khajiit thieves because it's just like fun to kill people with daggers Mm -hmm. or generally almost every time that i can uh it's just like oh like a warrior orc just like Mm -hmm. make the ugliest biggest meanest looking orc (laughs) and then just get the biggest armor and just wreck and i love it also i just love the idea that like i'm an orc and also the dovahkiin that's so stupid (laughs) to me like i don't (laughs) i don't know why but i'm just like that seems really unlikely yeah and it's awesome i also feel the same way that's in oblivion it's like whatever because you're just like traveling through the realms but like Mm -hmm. specifically skyrim it's like Oh, the orc is the dragonborn (laughs) okay Uh sure right it, like him, maybe him and uh, or like orcs and um, uh, what are the lizards? 
Uh, Argonians. Argonians. I was going to say Argonaut, and I was like, I don't think that's right. I never <laughs> play as an Argonian. I, I think their abilities are stupid. But yeah, like th- those two specifically just seem the most ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, what was it? There is a uh, well in Elder Scrolls Online, you know, kind of everybody can sort of be everything unless you're going to min max it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, you really only need to min max if you're going to be doing a lot of PvP. Yeah, I've <laughs> actually just, never even touched ESO. I I really like ESO. It's probably the only uh, MMO that I've enjoyed other than like RuneScape when I was in middle school. <laughs> but I can no longer play it. I've talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure I got this. I got this weird thing where because it's on its own launcher or whatever the, the problem seems to be, I can't install the updates. The uh, the updates are blocked by my ISP. That's there so was, weird. Yeah. Well, I'm not, and I'm not the only person that has had this problem. And, um, I, forever I was trying to figure it out where it, like it would do like 1%, 2% stop download stalled. That sounds like down, every windows update for yeah. me ever. Oof. All so, the time. Yeah. It's just kind of been, I just uninstalled it, said, fuck it. You know, maybe maybe when i go somewhere else or yeah yeah you know i can try to reinstall it and see you're smarter than me because that's like it that when i get those problems that persist with my computer i'm just Mm -hmm. like all right here we go i'm in i'm gonna reinstall (laughs) windows 45 times i'm gonna figure it out like dude there i i've had like the smallest of issues where everyone else could just ignore it and i'm like i can't ignore it um i had an issue with PUBG when it came out and it turned out of course it wasn't my fault but i mm-hmm. i was gonna figure out the way to fix it where i would get like these weird micro stutters when i would play like every like two or three minutes i'd be running and then i would feel it just kind of jitter and i yeah. would be like mm-hmm. i'm gonna figure that out and i'm like <laughs> i'm like googling i'm like all right maybe it's my driver it's not my driver's and I, so i like it came all the way down to like fucking i'm reinstalling windows and that's mm-hmm. always my solution for everything of course reinstall windows and i was like it's still there <laughs> and it ended up getting patched it was just like an issue with the specific card that i had and yeah i i get really impatient when i have any issues at all like i i don't know i don't know why i expect so much out of computers but i'm just like why don't you work like a console yeah and unfortunately this like i said this wasn't an issue on my side this is an issue where like the Zenimax information was being blocked yeah that's like, mad weird Shout out to ISPs. Always work when you need them to. <laughs> we were talking about dude. that before it started, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, we had a whole rant on this last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, my community knows. Like, they know how I feel about Comcast. <laughs> uh, like, to the point where, like, I, I was ready to, like, make a shirt that I was going to wear every stream. <laughs> that, like, fuck Comcast. Or, like, just something about Comcast. Because, dude, it is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Yeah. But, yeah, so ISPs, super good. Love it. Big fan. Um, we kind of mentioned, uh, if, if you guys have any questions about Enderall, do you guys have anything about Enderall you want to talk about? No, you literally gave me like the most clear description of everything. <laughs> and I'm just like, literally, it's open in Steam right now. I'm just like, cool, I'm going to install that and I'm going to try it when I have free time. <laughs> nice. Um, we kind of mentioned uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and I just kind of want to get this news out that I'm kind of interested in. And it's for sure going to be better than Fallout 76 uh, because oh Fallout... Yikes. <laughs> 
your because you can't fuck up your own imagination. Fallout is getting an official pen and paper RPG later. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I saw that. I'm a. Uh, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about this like the other day. I was like, we walked by a like a board game cafe. I, I live in Chicago, so like, you know, we have we have things that everywhere else they wouldn't make sense, but you see it here, and you're just like, yeah, of course. And we walked by, and I was just like. I want to be friends with all of those people in there because I don't have any <laughs> friends to play board games with. And, and then, yeah, I read about the Fallout uh, pen and paper game and I was like, now I really want friends to play board games with. <laughs> and then I found out there's a Dark Souls board game and I was like, this yeah. is just getting worse. This is getting worse. <laughs> this is unfair. It's yeah. Such a bummer. It's so sick though. It looks awesome. It looks really good. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what all of the... Um, what's going to make the system different because there's a couple different systems. Um, I'm kind of curious to see kind of like how, what dice you're going to need. And if, if it's going to be like a bunch of proprietary stuff or if this yeah. is gonna, just going to be like, Hey, buy our books and have a set of polyhedral dice. Like how right, Dungeons right, and Dragons right. does it. Uh, and Pathfinder Pathfinder. I don't think you need any proprietary, uh, any proprietary dice. Um, so that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I'm hoping that it's just going to be uh, you know, obviously they're going to have their proprietary mini minis and stuff like that, but I think and they look make... cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the picture, the... I saw the the power armor. It looks really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Which hopefully they come out with a bunch of high quality minis because I know if, I, I've watched a few streams. Um, shout out to and uh, former guest uh, Joshua Lormer, who does uh, the Sneak Attack podcast, and um, he's the DM for the podcast. Uh, titans of altera um so shout out to him but he used to do quite a bit of like miniature painting on his stream yeah and he had like he had like a high quality dslr set up and you would see you know see him paint like chromatic cobalts and all sorts of cool stuff so i'm really hoping like they put some time into uh you know making like some really cool super mutants and yeah yeah death claws because that'll probably be something i'll watch a couple hours of is just like watching people well and paint. that's like the cool thing now where with games that use minis like we're at the point with 3d printing where it's like mm -hmm. really really good that you can just be like i want to make a super mutant as long as you know how to model obviously if you yeah. can mm -hmm. like cat or whatever uh software like yeah you can just make your own minis now and it's so sick yeah. so like if they suck like kind of a bummer because i know that that game's not going to be cheap but mm -hmm. there's all even on, on top of that it's just like people will add to it you know you'll get like tons of extras because people will be, they're going to go nuts with it. I mean, Fallout is so, it, it literally permeates like so many different subcultures as far as like yeah. games go, board, you know, board games and uh, like PC gaming. And now you've got like freaking mobile, whatever with, so like it's everywhere. So people everywhere love it. And people are definitely going to just start making their own minis and it's going to be sick. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. I just need to find friends to play with. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's interesting about, you know, the first, you know, Fallout 1 and 2 and uh, basically everything before Fallout 3 was that it was a top-down isom isometric. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. For yeah, I mean, it literally yeah. was just a pen and paper game, but on a computer. Yeah. yeah. So that'll probably, it'll probably please a lot of old-school Fallout fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and like I said... It, it literally cannot be worse than Fallout 76 because it, <laughs> most aspects, this is uh, limited by your imagination. <laughs> yeah. The only way it can suck worse is if the the books don't make sense 
and the books come like with half the pages missing. <laughs> that's the only way this half the like, pages sorry, are missing. So you have to rebuy the book to down like to get the book again. They were like, "Look, that half of the book was really expensive. We couldn't. It just it was in low supply. Uh, we're really yeah. sorry. So we just yeah. shipped it with half the pages. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Instead of using the high quality like page paper, we're using toilet paper. Like put in the rest of <laughs> if it. If you'd like, so don't worry. Like, it's we'll all good. Give you. It'll be we'll ready give in you four some months. In game credits for it. <laughs> yeah. we'll give you some back of the book credits. Look, I can I can be critical of Bethesda because <laughs> I have like it, like a lot of people that were like I've loved pretty much everything Bethesda's mm-hmm. ever done. So I you know I like to poke fun, but I I actually I have a lot of love for for that studio because without them, like I I don't think I would have ever even gotten into the RPG side of of video games and also like board games because yeah. when I played Morrowind for the first time, I was like, this is what D and D is like. I want to play D and D and like, you know, it's now it's impossible to get anybody to play because everybody's busy. But like when I was a kid, we didn't know what we were doing, but we were just like, well, I'm going to roll the dice and we're going to read this thing and mm. we're probably not playing this right, but it's super <laughs> fun. So yeah. like, yeah, I mean, Bethesda, I attribute to a, a, a lot of what I love, but, you know, being critical is important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Letting a company know when you don't like something is, yeah. is yeah. valuable. Yes. But um, it's also not threatening them. That, <laughs> be, because people on the internet can be so terrible. Um, I, I, I'm like a... I'm, I try to advocate this, this as much as possible like to my community. I always say, I'm just like, please be critical of things, especially things you love and things that you're spending your money on. But for the love of God, please don't attack people on Twitter. <laughs> That is right. not what that's not what game devs need, especially not 2019. I, I'm sure that you guys at least heard about the whole Spider-Man thing with the the rainy oh, yeah. suit. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like I have friends. I have a lot of friends and I'm like continue to make more that work on games and work in games. Like I've got a friend at Blizzard and uh, I got a friend at who was at Square Enix. I think he just moved to Digital Extremes. Pretty sure. But I just like hear horror stories. Right. Of just like mm-hmm. people being like. I'm going to kill you because I didn't like yeah. this update. It's just like, can we, we should just like be nice to people. It's super easy. Yeah. Like, like just tell them you don't like things, but also it's, don't threaten to kill them. For yeah. It's it. one thing to hate the game. It's another thing to personally attack some random right. dude. Right. Like so it's crazy. Totally I feel so a bad ball game. Yeah. So no, yeah, be agree. critical of fault 76, but don't threaten Todd Howard. I, I promise you he's a good dude. Yeah. The he's, only thing he you has should... your best, in, his best intentions at heart. The only thing you should threaten them with is a lawsuit if they're that shitty. Yeah, if they <laughs> they don't send you things they're supposed to send you, that's kind of wrong. <laughs> they said if they're that shitty. <laughs> Look, man, I just don't think you understand how expensive Canvas was. We had to send, <laughs> we had to send you the nylon bag. I just I just like this is a very recent announcement. Like it just happened today. So they've they've already released their roadmap of uh, DLCs. They're already delaying. Their yeah, first I saw DLC, that, which, which is, is a good start. Released today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the DLC that's supposed to be released today is already delayed. Fuck. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> not a good. Not good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's gonna be fun. Apparently, it's only supposed to be delayed by a day. Oh, okay. but at the same time, who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who fucking knows? Um, Crackdown was delayed for four years. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yikes. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
was there anything else that you guys had in mind you want to talk about tonight or anything like i don't think so this was the super, only super solid conversation yeah the only oh go ahead good. no i think we're okay. good i say the only news is that niantic it revealed that they're gonna make a harry potter game <laughs> um no can we not expect the ghost key guys to be going around to okay going around the country so playing harry potter Again, context is important. Number one, we all played Pokemon Go a whole bunch <laughs> when it came out. Uh, I'm not going to be, I, I'm not a hater. Pokemon Go was sick. I played it with my mm-hmm. girlfriend. It was awesome. We would like walk around our neighborhood and stuff. It was really fun. The reason I am thumbs down on this Harry Potter game is because I thought, and this is what everybody thought, uh, that everybody I've talked to, when there was like rumors swirling of a Harry Potter game getting announced or like being talked about this week officially. Cause like Mm -hmm. we've known about this game for a while. Like they, Mm -hmm. they've talked about it, but it wasn't like officially announced. And uh, all the rumors online is like, there's a Harry Potter game. They're going to talk about this week. WB is going to, I thought it was going to be the Harry Potter game that leaked last year. The, the, Oh, like the open world RPG that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then this got it. They started talking about it, and I was just like, "That's not what I wanted." So it's really more on me. Like it's my expectations, but like <laughs> mm-hmm. I just the the Harry Potter RPG that is supposed to exist is mm-hmm. literally the Harry Potter game I've wanted since I played the first Harry Potter game on PS One. Mm-hmm. Like it's everything I've ever wanted from a Harry Potter game, and it's taken mm-hmm. so long for them to do. And I'm so excited about that game. But yeah, this got announced today. I was like, "That's." Not what i wanted i don't need another ar phone game like ghostbusters mm-hmm. has one now and it's like it's pretty fun but yeah i just I, i'm not super interested in these and i i'm like i love harry potter my girlfriend's like a diehard we went to florida and did like harry potter world and i like almost cried when i walked in because it was like <laughs> the most magical place i've ever been in my life mm-hmm. but i just it's not my harry potter open world rpg so like i just ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. That's all. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so yeah, that's like the only other bit of news. I'm like, yeah, that'll probably Those, be free. Halo Those Chief really Master tiny. Collection got announced. Yeah, I was gonna for... say there's some very tiny news that we don't really have a whole lot about right now. But yeah. yes, Halo Master Chief Collection Pog is finally getting released on PC. I don't need to buy like a new like an Xbox. I saw my like few of my friends <laughs> being like. Who cares? Like I care. Put it to rest. Like this, we've already had this game like four times. Yeah, but we haven't had it on Steam. Yeah, no. When I did, I've been playing Halo One Combat Evolved on PC for like ten years, fifteen years, however long now. Mm -hmm. Like I just want Halo. I just want a a good Halo shooter on PC. Like it it comes with Reach too, which is awesome. Like yeah. There's no reason not to be stoked. Like I can no, finally I'm play all the excited. campaigns on my PC, and I can play multiplayer. And then we'll get Halo Infinite, and I can play that. Like I, I love games on all platforms. Like I, I am not one of those people that's like PS4, not yeah. Xbox. Xbox is tight. They just don't have anything I want. Yeah. But like with with them, yeah, bringing Halo to the PC, I've wanted that since they told me they weren't putting Halo Two on the PC. I was just right? like, what the hell. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm big stoked for it. Like, I, I think it's a cool announcement. Like they got they've got my money. Like, yeah. Easily. No, I I completely agree. 
I'm so excited because Halo 2 was my favorite shooter of all time. And I am so pumped to play Halo 2 Remaster on PC. Yeah. I am beyond Plus, it's going to look better. Like, who doesn't right? want that? Come oh, on. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. one of those people, though, that, like, <laughs> every time somebody remasters a game, I'm like, I'll buy it. Like, like <laughs> I, I, all my friends are like, you got to stop buying remasters. Like, you know, they're just rehashing all these old games. And I was just like, here's the deal. Yeah, but they're good. Though. If you want to if you want to remaster Ocarina of Time for the Switch, you got my money. You want to remaster Majora's Mask? You got my money. What I really want you to remaster is Super Mario Sunshine. You got my money. I'm fine with remasters. I'll buy them. Like I don't care how many times you sell me a game, as long as it looks prettier every time. <laughs> like that's that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I could I could play Crash Bandicoot on an emulator. I got the remaster. It looks better. It's it's awesome. <laughs> like like it my hurts. girlfriend played through the Spyro remasters. Could have just played them on an emulator. Didn't looks better. It's sick. Like remasters are tight. I'm I'm not a hater. And also, if you don't want it, you just don't buy it. Right. There's there's <laughs> one other thing too, and that also just got announced today. Um, mm-hmm. there's some big hints towards a Borderlands three. Yeah, that has to happen. Big um, hints. There was some. Uh, so Gearbox posted on Twitter. I think it's uh March twenty eighth. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh that really? That that's what they're doing their announcement on. I think. Oh, I don't know if it's their announcement or what, weird. but they definitely posted something about that on Twitter. Oh, wait, that's PAX East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's around PAX East. Um, I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is, that's correct, yeah. Because they were talking about how they had an announcement. And mm-hmm. here, here's, like, so I'm, I, like, try to follow the games industry as much as possible because that's, like, where I want to end up as far as a career goes. Mm-hmm. And, and also just because I love games. Like, I just want to know as much as I can. Gearbox is not doing well. I don't know how yeah. much you know about the situation, but, like, uh, their CEO got into like a whole bunch of stuff. There was like talk of like the dude being caught with like uh like child like images of like children on his computer and like uh, with, and like uh, again this is all speculation and rumor. Mm-hmm. Like this is floated around. This has been floating around the industry for a while. I heard it from a uh, kind of funny games cast. If you guys are familiar with like uh mm-hmm. that. Kind of funny, great yeah. podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so like this dude is in like ma- major trouble. But the big story was that he was getting cut checks from I can't remember who was publishing Borderlands, um, but whoever it was, they're like cutting Gearbox checks, and it turns out that that dude is pocketing mm-hmm. these publishing checks, and it ends up being to the tune of like more than a million dollars. And Jesus. so then just embezzlement. Yeah, and so Gearbox as a studio is just like, all right, you're out. Also, we're suing you. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like they had um, whatever that hero shooter, Battleborn. Battle, yeah. That, oh, yeah, that was a yeah. total financial failure for yeah, them. Yeah, that totally fell apart. And so, like between and realistically, that, that's and, the like, last thing they've really released, and they've exactly. been like just in well, the gutter since then. Borderlands VR apparently is very good, but it's only on PSVR, so I haven't played it mm-hmm. yet. Um. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I, I read a bunch of reviews and people really liked it. So I'm sure that like there was a little cash flow generated there for sure. But yeah, they're not doing well. And mm-hmm. Borderlands 3 has been in the oven for like yeah. five, six years now. Yeah, and releasing this will definitely get them out of that rut. Like 100%. Hopefully. I mean, I've, fingers crossed. I love the Borderlands series. My only, my only problem is I'm just like, you've had a lot of games that have mm-hmm. like built built on your formula now. Yeah that 
have come out, like where is Borderlands? What's Borderlands going to feel like? Mm-hmm. Is it is it going to be a game in 2019 or is it going to feel like a game that got made in 2015, 2014? Right. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like that. I'm stoked for that announcement. I'm I'm really excited to see what they did with it. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, JDC or GDC is coming next week. I want to say right? right. Yeah, end of next week. End of next week. Uh, which we talked with uh, Grover a couple weeks ago before we got rudely interrupted by my internet service provider. <laughs> Google's going to have some announcements. I saw there's some le- uh, potential leaks for a Google controller, which might yeah. be connected to something. The um, Google Stream box is what everyone thinks it is. Yeah, I was in the beta I, yeah. for the Google Stream. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like played in a Google Chrome tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. It worked really well. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's like going to be a huge thing, especially for GDC and like probably even E3, like there'll, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of talk about like streaming games. Yeah. I, my, my feeling has been, it's going to be like, you're, you're right. Like a Android centric gaming software or some sort of stream box. Yeah. That's going to be my, that's going to, that's my feeling that maybe that Google is going to do some sort of um, phone or tablet software meant for specifically gaming. Um, android based kind of thing yeah something for that those are my those are my two theories on what they're gonna do um so yeah anything else you guys have that that should do it yeah i'm feeling good feeling like we tapped it all for for today Mm -hmm. all right so um austin aob tell us uh everywhere that you are doing stuff where people can find it what you're doing there all that stuff plug away friend uh, so like probably the biggest thing, like I said at the beginning of the cast is, uh, I've invested like a ton of time in Twitch the past year and a half. So I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AOB E-Y-Y-O-H-B-E-E. Uh, I stream five days a week. Uh, and I start at the same time every, t- every day, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sundays. And, uh, I stream at... Hold on, I ha- I used to have this down. I always do it at the end of the stream. Uh, 8.30 PST, 10.30 CST, 11.30 EST for all the time zones. If you live in other parts of the world, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not that smart. <laughs> Use <laughs> but, your smartphone. Uh, yeah, and then all my socials are the same thing as as my Twitch, uh, like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, it's just at AOB. Uh, I don't use my Instagram a ton. I, I need to be better about it, especially with like all the streaming I do. Uh, but I use Twitter like every day. It's like my favorite social media for sure. Plus, uh, the only cool thing I've ever done with my life, I am verified on Twitter. I am not ashamed <laughs> to say that. I am proud of that flex. Um, Wait, so is that how you guys? Twitter. Is that how you guys got roasted by Wendy's? I'm sure that's why they they were probably like verified. What a joke! He has 1,500 followers. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, people with like 40,000 are hitting me up, and they're like, "How did you get verified?" I'm like, "Dog, I have no idea." <laughs> uh, like, I, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. I don't know. So yeah, yeah follow me on Twitter for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Twitch. Twitch is like my my big thing. Uh, like, I spend so much time on it, and like, I'm super lucky to have it because like I've built a really cool community. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've grown a lot from the person that was streaming a year and a half ago to mm-hmm. one person playing PUBG. Uh, shout out to Ryan Summers, one of my mods. He was the first, like one of the first people to ever watch me. Um, but yeah, it's sick. I'm playing through the Dark Souls series. Like I said, first time ever. Uh, I'm literally, it's one of my favorite series of all time. I got my little uh, 
Totaku figure of Artorias that I picked up the other day <laughs> on my desk. Uh, but right now we're playing Dark Souls 2, and then I'm going to go on to 3, and then I'll play Bloodborne, and then we'll play Sekiro, which I'll be a little late to, but it's fine because it's going to be super saturated when it comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah, outside of that, I don't know. Just literally find me on Twitch. That's that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Just come hang out at, on my channel with literally some of the best people I've ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life and watch me die. Um, and then anything you want to plug for the band? Any upcoming tours or shows or? Um, we don't really have a whole lot going on. We're going to start writing. Uh, we are just kind of, yeah, we're just writing. Like right, right now there's not a lot going on. Um, we're in a position where like our next record, I'm pretty sure is independent. Uh, and so we might put out an EP. I have no idea what we're doing. Like we're, we're just kind of going with the flow which is super mm-hmm. nice because like we we've like grind and grind and grind and grind and grind for the past few years and like now we're at a point where we can just kind of do whatever we want which is super sick like i'm really excited about that we don't we don't have to like adhere to like a certain schedule or anything it's just like we get to create without like any pressure and that's super tight um so our music's probably gonna end up sounding way different than anything we've done before but like i'm just excited to write music with my friends so in like two weeks, we're going to get together and start doing that, which is really cool. Uh, outside of that, we have one show. Uh, we're playing Casey, if you if anybody's familiar with that band. Mm-hmm. They're breaking up. They're flying to the U.S. for one final show. We're playing that in Chicago. It's in May. Um, it's sold out, so you can't get tickets. But if you're going, come say what's up. People have been yelling at me while I'm on stage, yelling AOB, because they're like, <laughs> I'll watch you on Twitch. It's really funny. And... I have like a one of my th- sound bites is a thing that was made for me by the heart support guys. And it, it's it's one of their kids screaming my name. And it's really funny. It's just like they're just like, hey, and like I use it for everything. <laughs> so now when we play shows, people who are familiar with my Twitch are just like, hey, and I'm just like, God damn it. But also that's it. <laughs> so, it's pretty tight. But yeah, that's all for me. That's all I got. Oh, man. All right uh ren hello hi yeah that's me uh you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two z's because i'm dumb and i don't know how to spell no that's not the reason why but uh tomorrow i'm probably gonna be playing more darkest dungeon i think we're just gonna pop out more and more darkest dungeon um on friday it's my birthday so i'm gonna be doing a drunk stream of among the sleep oh boy which is like a really weird horror game where i guess you play Mm. as a baby it's super weird (laughs) but we're about to play it anyway um but that's all i currently have planned right now that's basically it so yeah nothing too crazy i'm all good awesome which by the way i I had the thought the other day i'm like i should probably ask ren when his birthday is so i can plan you know the you know the promo stuff you're like hey happy birthday to the best co-host i've ever had you know so it's now good to know that i know your birthday um, which, by the way, chat, let me just shame Ren here. We've been doing this podcast for about half a year now. Oh, come on. <laughs> and right. I still don't know his real name. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to find oh, out. Oh, my That's not going to happen. Nobody knows. That's internet secret. <laughs> Anyways, um, coming up for my channel, uh, first off, I'll be dog sitting a little bit uh, this next week. So stream may or may not be like a little late tomorrow um probably won't be streaming thursday probably streaming friday and then i actually am taking a little mini vacation slash day trip up to the uh, twin cities um so won't be doing anything over the weekend 
maybe Sunday night. Who knows? Um, kind of depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, other than that, make sure you guys follow the podcast on Spotify, subscribe on Apple uh, Podcast or iTunes, depending on where you are, if you're on desktop or mobile. Um, find us on YouTube. We're also on Stitcher. And if you ever need to, you can listen to us right from our web host called uh, Wooshka. Um, follow us on Twitter, and uh, that's at NTN Pod. Anything else, guys? Absolutely anything else you want to oh, mention? I'm good. Plug? I'm Hold streaming it. tonight. Come through. All right. <laughs> guys, uh, until next week, bye. Bye, everybody. Peace. You want a podcast for dialogue and a divisive time? Go ahead and check out Just Think on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.